Well, hey there, busy friend. It's your girl, Steph, here. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for being here. Thank you for taking a couple moments, breaking away from the craziness of your day, just for us to be able to lean in and spend these next couple moments encouraging one another. I know it's not always easy, especially now where we feel like we're having to juggle and do all the things. There's there's a different kind of rhythm of rush and there's a lot of different things, maybe people tugging at your attention today. But I just want you to know that I'm glad you're here. So whether you're listening, driving in the car, you're at home doing laundry, or maybe you are that fellow mom that right now is hiding in the bathroom, hoping your kids don't find you. Over these next couple moments together, I just want to give you the space to be uplifted, encouraged, um, maybe to have some of that noise that's surrounding you right now, just get silence for a little bit and to give you space to breathe. So you ready? Let's dive into this week's episode of Between the Busy. Let's talk about our total wellness, mind, body, and soul. Jim Rohn says we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So busy friend, who are you hanging out with? (laughs) Who are your friends? And what if you could be a healthier and happier version of you for 2021 just by getting surrounded by the right people this spring? Listen, you can't change the people around you, but hear me when I say you can change the people around you. I'm opening up enrollment for next month's virtual fit crew, and I am saving you a spot. This community is for support and connection, growth, and you'll also get access to my wellness library and all of my fit club resources. I'll also give you weekly meal plans just to help simplify your life and inspire you in the kitchen. But not just that, you will get inspiration, accountability, community, and meaningful connection. To get started, click the link below or go to stephcram.com to join my virtual fit crew and let's get you surrounded. Well, hey, welcome back, friend. I am so glad that you are here. Really quick, I have received quite a few messages from so many of you just sharing your feedback and greatest takeaways from some of our recent episodes. And I just want to say thank you so much. I read every single one of your emails, every single one of your messages. And as you have questions, you actually help to spark conversations that we get to share and talk about together on future episodes. So bring it, keep it coming. I really appreciate it. One of the comments that I received recently, actually it was a question, was from a listener who said, you know, Steph, I'm a busy person juggling all the things and wondering, will this affect my health? To which, you know, the health and wellness coach in me immediately goes, um, Yeah. (laughs) And so that's what we're going to talk about today. It's interesting because, you know, having conversations and, you know, about the podcast and how this ties in with, with everything that I do, the, one of the things that I get asked is Steph, where did you come up with the, the name between the busy? And it's so interesting. And we've talked about this before is how we live in such a time where there is this unprecedented rhythm of rush. And I've even heard some people reference this as like the century of speed, whether it's technology constantly evolving and changing or the fact that we 24-7 have access to information on our fingertips, right? Like there's, there's, there's this constant rush and access to things. And in turn, one of the symptoms that we most often feel in such a time like this is stress and constant pressure that comes from kind of living this 
ever busy lifestyle. And I, I think even the Washington Post put out an article a couple weeks back that was talking about this, this collective way of thinking, almost being debated this idea that being too busy is no longer just a way of life. It's no longer just a lifestyle, but for many people, they've started showcasing it like a badge of honor. And it, as shocked as I was to, to read something like that and go, oh my gosh, this is the world that we live in now. I had to kind of check myself because I've been there. And, and I remember almost feeling this sense of like laziness. If when someone asked me, how are you doing? If I didn't respond with, oh my gosh, I'm just so busy. Right. And chances are you probably can relate or feel the same. That's why you're here. And this is where, where we get to jam out together and talk about this. So going back to the name of this podcast and how, you know, coming up with between the busiest, because I think that we really need to make this conscious intentional shift to stop glorifying busy as a badge of honor and something to be proud of, but instead focus our, our attention and our effort and, and truly our energy on how we are spending those, those pockets in, in the busy cracks of our day. What are you doing in the downtime, right? Because here's, here's the truth, success, both in our personal and professional life, it used to be measured by how full our agenda was, how full our calendar is, how large our to-do list is, right? And while it's great to check the boxes and have all the, the color-coded blocks and, and Sharpies and organizers, like whatever it takes to make you feel like you've got your life together, the truth is, is that there's major disadvantages on the other side of this, whether it's exhaustion, fatigue, depression, anxiety, and even the loss of productivity, which is absolutely insane because why do we glorify busy? Well, it's because we believe that the, the more we're doing, the busier we are, the more productive we're going to be. And studies have actually shown that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. So what happens is there's this sacrifice of quality that comes to the detriment of quantity. And that's a fatal choice that will my response to my busy friend is I said, yeah, it will absolutely directly affect your health and your well-being. And a couple of examples of that before we dive in. Number one, you have unhealthy and chronic nutrition, which, it, you know, especially if you are someone that if you work around the clock, you understand this. You've maybe adopted some of these bad habits because, listen, being too busy aside from bringing high levels of stress and causes for problems like headaches or stomach pains, high blood pressure, chest pain, even insomnia, which we'll talk about here in a second. Usually when you're too busy, we don't take the time to slow down, to stop, to plan or prep ahead um, our meals, to get things ready so it's easy to grab and go. Instead, and, and listen, I'm not judging because I've done this too, hit up a drive through window or grab something fast or quick that may not necessarily be good for you because we're just so busy, right? So so that's one. The second thing, talking about sleep, restless or even insufficient sleep is another important cause that actually affects your concentration and your creativity. And listen, busy friend, we've talked about this before. We don't have time <laughs> to, to not focus or if you are a creative or you work in a, in a field or an industry that demands like marketing or or what have you, where you need those creative juices flowing, you don't have time to run on empty there. So 
having a bit of a too busy of a work schedule can often demand that sacrifice of sleep that's absolutely necessary for your well-being. So it's counterproductive. And we've talked about this in, in a prior episode, how they've actually done studies that have shown the neurological effects of being sleep deprived and what that does to your brain. It's absolutely amazing. But the good news of how you can reverse that, you can correct that being very disciplined and intentional. But the third common effect of having that busy lifestyle comes down to physical activity. And and this is typically left out in favor of doing other things, right? So often when we feel like we are too busy, we discard a lot of the activities that actually help us relax, even though they're extremely beneficial. And let me give you an example of this. How many times have you come home from a long day at work, or maybe you are just mentally tapped out from raising babies and chasing little ones around the house where it's just like, all I really want to do is plop on the couch, turn TV on and just Netflix and chill. (laughs) Right. And, and he's going to, he's going to get mad at me when I call him out. That's my husband does this all the time. You know, he works really, really crazy hours. And by the time he does get home, he's just, he's just too tired. So He will turn on whatever DIY home improvement project show is on TV. And within 10 minutes, you'll start hearing him snoring. I mean, it it never fails. It's like clockwork. But, But what happens is we are so busy. We feel so exhausted physically and mentally that we lose the motivation or the willpower to actually get our bodies up and start moving. And in turn, we're, we're never going to feel like we have the energy to keep up because you, you realize our ability to move our body and other things, which we'll talk about here in a second, it actually helps to build that stamina, that endurance to where when you're feeling tired, it's like it's the shot of adrenaline and gets your endorphins flowing and all of those things chemically that how it helps your body. This is important. This is so important. So I figured, look, spring is here. This is the perfect time for us to talk about it because for most of us, We are stepping out of the gray and gloom, dark and dreary winter. And I I don't know about you, at least here in the Cram House, we are team no more snow, no more snow. Uh, We don't want to see it. I think if Big Cram sees another snowflake, he's going to lose his mind. We're going to pack up. We're going to move south. He's already started looking up places in the Caribbean and <laughs> southern Un- southeast United States where we're like we can pack up where it's warmer. He, we've just had enough. And if if you know me, you know I am the biggest baby whenever the temperature drops below 60 degrees. I, I can't I can't take it. And then you've got our kids who they how do I say this nicely? Well, you've heard me talk about them and their their screens and their video games. And, and listen, we've tried to put some, some parameters around that just to lock it down. But after being nose deep into a screen and that becoming a habit, especially with virtual or hybrid schooling, whatever, it's really hard to break that and go, no, get outside. Like, I'm going to close the door. I'm going to lock it behind you. Just go outside. Come back when the sun starts setting. It, we grew up that way, but at least our kids now, it's 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 a habit. It's a change of habit. So we finally reached a breaking point. It was maybe a week or two ago. The weather finally started to take a turn. 
and the sun was out, the birds are chirping. It, it, was, it was like a scene from the sound of music. It was just beautiful. And my husband and I were like, that's it, everybody outside. Now, both of our kids were kicking and screaming just a little bit, but what we found was once we got outside and we put the devices away and we just, we got our bodies moving and we went outside, we could have cared less what was on our calendar our mood shifted drastically. And so let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about getting ourselves moving, stepping out of these dreary winter months, getting excited about the fact that spring is here. It is a new season. The sun is shining a little bit longer during the day. But coming back to the initial question that uh, my, my busy friend, one of our, our listeners asked was, I'm busy. How will this affect my health? And doing something that everyone can do, and that is getting outside. And so, so let me just say, like, I know we often hear a lot about the risks of getting too much sun. Listen, well, while there's definitely some truth that sunburn and like skin cancers, like they're very real threats, um, which is why, you know, wear your sunscreen. SPF is essential, right? There's, there's so many positive effects of just letting the sunlight touch your skin. And, and it's, it's so much more than just any potential pitfalls, right? And, and it can do plenty of good things for your body and for your health, your well-being. Just soaking up some of that sunlight can do wonders for your mind, for your bones, and so much more. So I'm, I'm going to put my health and wellness coach hat on, and I'm just going to geek out here with you because, busy friend, if you find yourself being too busy to take a break, get outside and soak up some of this sunlight goodness, you're going to find yourself slipping into a continued slope that, you know, we often see in the wintertime because there's not enough sunlight and it is cold and it affects everything. Listen, this is the perfect time to give yourself a healthy dose of sunshine. And you're going to experience some really amazing benefits immediately. And that might actually help to spark some motivation, encouragement for you to dial in with your nutrition, um, really tap in, make sure you're getting sufficient sleep, and then get up and do physical activities, even outside of, of your home gym, right? So, so let's talk about this. Why is this beneficial? Number one, increased vitamin D. Listen, we... <laughs> It's it, it's been proven through various different studies that over three million Americans are actually deficient in vitamin D. And if you go back and research some studies, especially over this pandemic, that's been that's been a major benefit of helping to keep your immune system boosted. Right. Because vitamin D, it actually has some really important functions on the body. It promotes reduced inflammation. It helps to promote cell growth. And, and it's also very, very hard to get that from just food alone. So the sun is the best natural source of vitamin D, right? And, and here's the good news is it only takes maybe about five to 15 minutes of sunlight just a few times a week for you to notice a difference. So supplement, I know I take a vitamin D supplement, but get outside, busy friend. You can sacrifice five to 15 minutes of your day to just get outside and just let the sun hit your skin, hit your face, right? But so get outside, expose yourself to some direct sun on your arms, on your face, like soak it up this very, very necessary vitamin. And listen, if you're nervous about 
you know, sunburns or, you know, your, your skin, put on some sunscreen, but listen, 15 minutes ain't gonna hurt you. If you're gonna be out longer than that, depending on where you live, maybe, maybe lather up a little bit, feel whatever is going to help you feel protected. But this is, is, is the best natural source of vitamin D. In turn, the second thing this does, it improves your mood. You know, we, we talked about that of just feeling grumpy and feeling irritable from being too busy. And it turns out that having that sunny disposition is more than just an expression, right? And, you know, I, I know I've jokingly referred to myself as Susie freaking sunshine, <laughs> but, but actually researchers at BYU actually found that there's more mental health distress in people during seasons with little sun exposure. We're just coming out of winter. Right. And so it's no wonder that on top of the past year, then you come out of a, of a season where the sun is out a little bit less, where, you know, those feelings of stress and anxiety and and depression. I mean, seasonal depression is a real thing. And so days where there's plenty of sunshine, it actually is associated with better mental health. In fact, the availability of sunshine is shown to have more of an impact on mood than rainfall than temperature, than any other environmental factor. And so getting some of that sun increases your serotonin levels and it helps you slave off that, that seasonal depression or technically that, that seasonal affective disorder, SAD. And so having that exposure to sun, it can help any of us that feel like our work and the busyness, it's giving you anxiety or your situation or depression, um, especially in combination with, with other things, this helps just get outside, soak it in. The other thing we go back, let's talk about sleep. That serotonin that you soak up from all of the sun's rays, it actually does more than just boost your mood. It actually helps you get a more restful sleep at night. And I can't, I can't tell you enough. It was like glorious day when, you know, we, we took our kids, we went for just a little walk slash run brisk jog around our neighborhood and we soaked up so much sun and uh, again a little bit of physical activity it, it helped a little bit too but that night our kids slept like babies <laughs> so it works it definitely works so working in tandem with serotonin is also the chemical melatonin and and this is the chemical in your brain that lulls you into that sweet deep slumber and also one that the sun helps your body to naturally produce. So if you're someone, if you suffer from insomnia, instead of grabbing your device or jumping on the computer and trying to tackle more of your work, try instead sticking to traditionally light and dark cycles, getting sunlight during the day so you can catch some Zs at nighttime. This will help you. This will help you regulate your sleep patterns and get into some sort of um, healthy circadian rhythm so that way your body is able to rest. Another impact, did you know, I, I actually didn't know this until I researched this, was having stronger bones. So remember how, how we talked about how vitamin D does some pretty important stuff for your body and, you know, actually low vitamin D has been linked to diseases like osteoporosis and um, even things like, like rickets. And one of the most specific benefits to vitamin D, in addition to helping to boost your immunity, is earning stronger bones and teeth. So those of us, women especially, as we grow older, our body struggles with absorbing that calcium. 
this is just one more way to make sure that you're you're supplementing proper bone health, right? So the question is, how much vitamin D do you really need? Now, I am not a doctor. I do not pretend to be one. So definitely talk to your physician and figure out what the appropriate um, dosages for you. Typically, for most adults, a daily intake of, um, I think it's like 4,000 ICUs is what's recommended. Again, talk to your doctor. Your Yours may look different than mine. So while calcium intake is really, really important for bone health, getting enough sun also helps your body to absorb that calcium. So everybody wins, right? The last thing is helping to promote lower blood pressure. Now, busy friend, we know this. If you are stressed, if you are overworked, if you are overwhelmed, that has an impact and affects your health. One of the things that we mentioned earlier is having high blood pressure. So here's the benefit of getting outside and soaking up the sun. When the sunlight hits your skin, your body releases something called nitric oxide into your blood. And this compound, it actually brings down your blood pressure and it improves your heart health. So for those of us that are like, oh, cardio is cardio and I'm not a fan of running or all of those things, this is just another way to help with promoting heart health without doing any strenuous, crazy workout routines, right? So maintaining that healthy blood pressure, it helps to reduce your risk of cardiac disease and stroke that, that, and that feeling of relaxation can also naturally bring down your blood pressure. So it boosts your happiness by soaking up all the rays and it aids in keeping your pressure down. Ha, huh, another win, right? So, so listen, the sun can truly be your BFF. It can be your body's BFF. And not only by boosting your mood, helping you feel better, but it can also be a really, really effective part of treatment for those who maybe suffer from some of that, that seasonal depression or SAD, but it's, it's rays. The, the rays of sunshine have tangible benefits to your physical well-being. And, and so listen, if you feel like you've been stuck under some cloudy conditions or whether it's the actual weather or circumstances in your life, maybe try, try light therapy. I know we've, we've talked about this actually, because I, I struggle with this of getting uh, a heat lamp that, that, you know, helps to release some of this when, if it's gray and gloom, or if it's another cold day and I can't be outside. And, and I've heard many friends that have said, oh my gosh, this definitely works. So, so you can put these things in any room and it provides just kind of a temporary alternative to the sun. Again, it, it's, it's not going to be as good as the real thing. Knockoffs usually are not, but it may help to supplement in the meantime. So again, I always, I always encourage use proper precautions, make sure you talk to your doctor for, you know, if you're concerned about your skin or any damage there, um, you know, just to make sure that you're not at risk for any, anything like skin cancer or whatever, reach out to your doctor. But listen, if you are a busy person and you are trying to be effective and productive and juggling all the things you can't not make your health a priority. It's why I talk to you about what we're doing inside of our virtual fit crew, just a place that you can fit your health and wellness in the busy cracks of your day. It's why I jump in here and talk to you about things like go out and soak up some sunshine, like go outside and look up, look up friend. 
Because at the end of the day, if you do not maintain your own health and well-being, it doesn't matter how full your calendar, your agenda, or your to-do list is, busy friend, you are never going to feel like you are ever accomplishing much if you don't take care of you. So as you've heard me say a million times before, make it a priority this week to put your oxygen mask on first. I know you've got stuff that you have to do in your that, that cannot be moved from your calendar. I get that. So look at the busy cracks of your day. How can you spend five, 15 minutes to get outside, soak up some sun? How can you carve out 30 minutes to go exercise and move your body? How can you find a piece of time on the weekend or before starting back into the rhythm of rush to plan and prep your meals? Make sure that you're feeding your body with proper nutrition. And let's not forget, make time to get enough sleep. Hey friends, thank you so much for being here. I hope that this blessed you today. Stay tuned and keep asking questions. Keep dropping and sharing your comments. I love reading your messages and you may help to spark our next conversation together. Be well.